Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Stoic Society Podcast. My name is Asib Yusuf, and today we're going to be talking about why we need men. And, I mean, it's kind of obvious because right now we're in a situation where a lot of men are getting emasculated. At least I think that, right? And a lot of other people think that as well. Um, but the most most kind of convincing point that, that I have is um, the fact that, you know, a lot of the stuff that's being pushed onto men right now is being pushed mostly by... Um, feminists and women in the feminist party they want men to be you know more feminized more emasculated more of what they deem to be as their ideal man they want us to sit there and go out on uh go based on our emotions go do things because you know simply because we wanted to and all this other stuff right while i have nothing against you know emotions and i don't have anything against you know men sitting there and and recognizing their emotions but the difference between men and women is this men who act on their emotions since they tend to be more violent will tend to do violent things whereas women can act out on it and everything will be fine because they don't have as high as a violent tendency as men do the main reason why we need men right and strong men is that's a lot more crucial as well is because society is built upon men right the men who run the electric infrastructure the men who run you know doing construction the men who are out here you know putting these uh bricks brick walls up right the men who are out here um you know just building and advancing society for the better right even if you may not agree with you know some of the stuff that i do like such a, like like elon musk right people dislike him for um making electric cars however his vision is that he wants um a renewable and easy to use source of power so that way we have a, another way of driving our cars right that's you know that's something that was going to happen eventually along the way through um periods of of evolution because you know as society changes the stuff that happens around us needs to change as well right i don't necessarily agree with him however i recognize where he's coming from anyways without men like elon musk like jeff bezos and a lot of these other you know businesses that are built upon um, are built by men, right? We wouldn't have an easy life. We wouldn't have the life that we have right now. We wouldn't have the cell phones that we use. We wouldn't have the computers that we have. We wouldn't have, um, you know, any, literally, we wouldn't have anything, pretty much. The only things that we would have would be the bare minimums. We would just have clothes, shoes, house, a place to sleep, and food. That's it. Because those things can come naturally, right? You could just cut down a tree or, you know, grow trees in a certain way and boom, you know, now you can make a house with that. You can go into a cave, live in a cave, live in a mountain, whatever the, whatever the case may be, right? But when it comes down to needing men, the reason why we made it so far along this this line of, of just life is because we had strong men to sit there and advocate and, you know, do things for us as a society while they end up spending their own time without their family, without their kids, without seeing the people that they love, and working their asses off to sit there and bring us joy and to be able for us to have, you know, moments in our life with our families while they sit out there in the harsh, harsh conditions of the world and have to work 
and have to do things that they may not want to do, but they have to do it because they have to sit there and work for their family and work for the betterment of us as individuals. And people don't see that. Whenever they see other men sitting there saying, hey, this is how you should act as a man. This is what it takes to be a man. People say that's toxic masculinity. That isn't. When I was growing up, right, I was raised by my grandparents. Um, my father's in the military. And, you know, I didn't necessarily have a mother growing up because she ended up leaving us. And it's a, it's a long story. However, one thing is for certain is that the one thing that I wish to have is to have my father sit there and, and, and be around a lot more simply because I know I would have enjoyed being raised by, by my father. It's as simple as that, you know, as rugged as my dad was, you know, and as hard as he was on me and my brothers individuals, right. It also came with a certain aspect of, of learning, right. We had to sit there and learn what it took to actually be a man. We had to sit there and learn what it actually took, you know, to, to, to run a household, have a family, things like that. And that came from my dad. That's what I learned. My dad would sit there and work, you know, two, sometimes three jobs to help support me and my brother and the rest of my family. Granted, he has done things that are bad and negative and all this other stuff. However, I do not categorize him based on those negative things. I see the good that he has done for me and my family, right? That is another thing. With men, with strong men in particular, you are going to have extremely, extremely happy families come from strong men if you allow them to be men. Right. If you sit there and you see a man who is able to, you know, go to sleep, get only four hours of sleep, wake up, go out into the world and work, come home and then help out his kids with whatever he needs to do. That man right there is so strong and is so driven because he wants to sit there and provide for his family that he doesn't care what other people are doing around him as long as his family is safe and secure. Right. And that is something that we are missing. And. The only reason why we have that level of man in the world is because of other men sitting there and saying, this is how men should be. But the only reason why, you know, especially in the Western world, that we have this issue where, you know, men aren't allowed to express the way that they often should be is because of feminism and because of, you know, a lot of these things that are being pushed out, especially through social media that we see, right? They want us men to sit there and be emasculated and be less than, than what they expect, right? And then on top of that, whenever we go out into the the dating scene and you know want to settle down we're expected to do above and beyond what we're prepared to do because of the stuff that is being pushed out right that is why i will always choose if i were to ever die right this is, this is a little bit of a corny thing to say but if i were to ever die you know like right now i had 24 hours to live and pe someone asked me what i would do I would choose to sit there and go to war with my boys, me and my me and my crew. We'd sit out there and we'd go, all right, cool. We're taking whatever we can, whatever guns they give us. Let's let's just go out there. Let's just go. And that'll be it. I know it's not fun. And I know it's not something that's beautiful. I know it's something that is dangerous. I know it's something that is, you know, it's it's nothing positive. Right. But that's that's just me. Right. I'm that I can't, you know, that's, that's just me. And that other men will say that as well. They would much rather sit there and do things with their group and their crew that involves them sitting there and being heroic over anything else. Right. And there are other categories too. Some men will sit there and decide to simply spend their last days with their family, spend their last days, you know, being alone. But more often than not, it comes like people who sit there and, and, and expect more from themselves or sit there and be like, no, I'm trying to die a hero right here, right now. Let's do this. And I mean, that's what I wish for me. That's what, you know, I know other men who, who want that as well, right? It's as simple as that. But, you know, 
a lot of these things that men want to do are seen, seen as toxic, even though that is a that's just simply a masculine trait that we have, and they're pushing it as toxic and then expecting us to change. And then when we don't change, we become this. We're, we're labeled as this toxically masculine individual who hates women or hates this or hates that and doesn't want to comply, right? And to a degree, I'd say that it's true, but it depends on the individual as well, right? With me, if I was given the choice to sit there and and either look a certain way but die at 40 over looking uh, or being you know overweight and fat but i live to 150 i choose to look you know like a dream physique but only live to 40 because with that dream physique i hope that i'll be able to reach individuals and people who are able to take what i have done and go further beyond you know, relive my legacy, whatever the case may be. That is simply what I want to do. But people see that as, oh, you know, that's fat shaming. It's like, no, I simply just want to be healthy. And I know that, you know, being overweight isn't necessarily healthy from what I have seen. Anyways, another thing that that just happened recently was that I got called, um, you know, toxically masculine for um, expressing um, body goals and, you know, weight or just you know just people who are overweight and the reasons why i kind of you know not necessarily like um overweight individuals when i say that i don't necessarily mean all overweight individuals i've posted videos on my story before where it would be overweight individuals hating on people who sit there and work out those individuals in particular if you're overweight and you're going to the gym i applaud you and if you want advice come to me you know like I got people I can connect you with, I, I, I can help you out, things like that. But if you're going to be overweight and you're going to, you know, sit there and, you know, force other individuals to sit there and accept the way that you are, number one, and then on top of that, demonize the way that they wish to look, number two, that's just, that's just wrong. Us men want to sit there and be strong because that is what's required of us. So don't make us look like, you know, we're something less than a man because we do not want to comply with what you say and tell us to do, right? That is not how we're wired. We're wired to want the best for us in any situation, right? Men are able to sit there and survive harsh as hell conditions, but we have been conditioned by media, by people online, and by all these other bullshit, you know, feminist ideologies that all that is 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 wrong all that is incorrect well if it's incorrect then how have we sat there and lived so long right our ancestors were sitting there fighting fucking buffaloes and and hunting other lions and shit so that way we can survive yet you're here telling me that the way that i think is wrong simply because you know i wish to be a man and be strong and and show the world that i can do it that's wrong okay if that's wrong then I'm going to keep doing it and you keep doing what you believe is right and let's see who ends up in a better path in life. Don't come in and interfere with the things that I wish to do simply because you think it's wrong. We need more men who are willing to be strong and to take adversity and just go right through it. And we don't have enough of that is the issue. And I know the reason why. Governments are scared that if we as men sat there and just got in a whole big group and said, we don't like this particular law, or this particular thing, change it. And if they do not change it, well, then we'll just overthrow them. That is what their fear is. If you give a man a gun and a reason to fight, he will fight until the day he stops breathing. It's as simple as that, right? 
That is how men are wired. If it comes down to the protection of our family, the protection of our kids, the protection of people that we actually love and enjoy hanging out with, we will do everything we can to sit there and protect them until the day that we die. It is simple as that. And all these things are being slowly stripped away simply because of toxic masculinity. But I can tell you right now, there's nothing toxic about it. When you sit there and get in trouble, who do you call? You would call a police officer who you hope is a man to come in and do whatever job he needs to do in order to de-escalate the situation or threat that is immediately in front of you. And if you do not have a strong man present at that time, that is your immediate reaction to any situation. But if you have a strong man, what happens? Well, that strong man can deter all the situations and make sure that you and anybody else around you can become you know, free of whatever the case may be. Right? If you're sitting there and you have an attacker, a strong man will sit there and attack that attacker and help you out. It's as simple as that, right? There's people around, you know, there's people around me and a bunch of other individuals who wish to become better but don't know how, right? And I mean, the one thing that I always tell people is to sit there, you know, first things first, get your body healthy. Healthy healthy body is a healthy mind, I say, right? And when it comes down to the fact for men, it's like you have to sit there and just you're going to have to disregard your feelings for a little bit, right? Instead of acting out on your feelings and your emotions, channel that and become better. Become stronger, you know, a lot more stronger than what is being pushed to you right now. Because you have the ability to do so, you know, you just don't know it yet. And the reason why you don't know, I don't blame you. It's because of the stuff that you've, you know, digested over the years and everything, right? And when I say a strong man, I don't necessarily mean somebody who is crazy, you know, like fit or you know will sit there and and you know fight anybody that they want to no a strong man to me is someone who is able to sit there and have orderly conduct but is also able to inflict violence on others but chooses not to do so right so if you are you know if you've done street fights you know that you know it's unfair from the get-go right it doesn't matter what you do it's unfair from the get-go. You need to do whatever you can to survive. And if you are not capable of violence, and if you are not capable of doing things that are necessary in that situation to survive, you will most likely end up losing your life. It's as simple as that. But if you are strong enough to sit there and get out of those situations, you're not worried about it. And since you look like you're not worried about it, if the situation arises, most likely people will leave you alone, right? If you're violent enough to sit there and get yourself out of those situations, people are not going to want to fight you and they will simply leave you alone, move on to somebody else. And then on top of that, your ability to perform increases if you have something that you wish to protect, which puts you as a threat now. But the reason why you don't sit there and openly make yourself a threat until a threat arises is because you have control of the violent intent that you have, right? In order to maintain orderly conduct, you have gained knowledge from individuals who you believe are right and are willing to sit there and enact those thoughts and emotions and whatever it may be in any way that you see fit so long as it is in orderly conduct. And what I mean by that is if you sit there and you end up in a fight or if you're, you know, or if you have a girlfriend and and she ends up with an argument with a dude, you simply just step in and be like, yo, my bad. You know, 
I'll take her. She's had too many drinks. This is this, you know, whatever the case may be. If the dude just goes, okay, cool, whatever, you know, that's fine. Just leave it at that. You don't need to fight him, right? You don't need to do anything, right? And on top of that, the way that you conduct yourself in those situations will put an edge and an advantage on other individuals. So learn your vocabulary a little bit more. But the, another thing is, is that when it comes to the case of, you know, strong men, in the beginning phases of getting to that, you're, it's going to be difficult. I'll be honest with you. You have to take out all this programming, right? You have, you're going to have to, you know, rewire yourself as a new person completely to sit there and get to where you want to be. And majority of men are not where they want to be because they listen to a lot of individuals who are in the feminist periods and, and who are in, you know, with the politics and stuff like that. They listen to them instead of listening to people who are actively sitting there trying to help, you know, just men in general. And it's sad to see because we don't have a lot of male role models. People say with, with this whole Andrew Tate thing that just happened, they'll say, oh, you know, Andrew Tate is a horrible role model. And then they say that there's more role models like him that you can look up to. Where are they? I don't see any, right? I don't necessarily look up to Andrew Tate. However, he does have good points. Anyways, um, there's a lot of things, you know, just, just going around with, you know, saying that men should be weak. Men should be, you know, incapable of violence. And it's like, if you're incapable of violence and you are not able to curate yourself to be a formidable force in life, then you're nothing. Because when another formidable force that is able to pile drive you if you're a weak man that is able to pile, plow right through you and put a hole through everything that you love when that force comes then you realize that you should have been strong from the get-go and i hope that doesn't happen to anybody you know that's 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 horrible however being a strong man does not like i said does not mean to be a violent man it means to be capable of it and use it if necessary. However, it is not a need, you know. It is, or it's not that you. It's 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 not a want. You don't want to be violent. It only becomes a need when it needs to be, right? If like if you're in a fight, if you need to protect something, whatever the case may be. Whenever feminists now hear strong man, they immediately think of a man who's you know overtly masculine and you know pushing people over and just being a total dick and you know. Those guys right there are the type of guys that other men don't want to be with. And those are the type of guys that we'd most likely scrap with outside in the parking lot simply because we hate his mannerism, right? But, I mean, that doesn't necessarily make me look like any better than him anyways. So it's like, why would I go through the trouble for that anyways? However, if it's to set somebody straight, you set somebody straight. Anyways, we need strong men because in this world, everybody is starting to become soft. And when people get soft, they turn to strong men to fix the problem. It's as simple as that. Right now, we don't have enough. You know, the men who are out here working right now on, you know, whether if they're on train tracks, if they're on um, driving the trucks, if they're doing deliveries, if they're doing anything that requires them to be active and mobile for an extended period amount of time, you know, those individuals out there that are shaping society right now, you know, they don't get enough praise, especially truck drivers, in my opinion. You know, they're out doing crazy amounts of you know work all the time you know and they're not even out here to sit there and oppress women in general you know that's another thing is that uh feminism says that us men are here trying to oppress women no i've never thought of oppressing women at all 
And the men out here who are, you know, picking up trash at three in the morning, who are driving trucks, you know, from one point of the world to the next point, you know, those guys aren't out there thinking about oppressing women. They're out there wondering, well, how am I going to feed myself and my family? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How am I going to live? The guys out there during in overseas fighting the battles that, you know, our politicians here have said that we should fight, you know, they're not out there, you know, thinking about, oh, I'm going to, you know, do this to oppress women. No, they're wondering when the hell they're going to live to see the kid that they just had. You know, they're wondering when they're going to, you know, come back home so that way they could see their family because they miss them. It's as simple as that. And it's being stripped away extremely, extremely quick. And it's making me, you know, sad. Simply because I've always looked up to strong men and there are very little to no men to even look up to now. Anyways, I think that's going to be kind of the end of today's episode if you've you know if you like this episode you know please consider giving it a like um subscribe to us if you haven't already and you know go follow us on tiktok and instagram at stoic society podcast and then my personal at half dot heart underscore hero that being said you know have a wonderful day and i'll catch y'all later Bye bye